This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, April 14th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Newsom offers child care support. USDA to provide food bank vouchers. And China makes good on pledge. Apple growers worry about impacts to come. Unlike other fruit sectors, apple and pear growers are struggling to quantify the impacts of the COVID-19 crisis. But they know they are witnessing challenges. In a letter to USDA Secretary Sonny Perdue, a coalition of tree fruit associations from California and Washington asked that any rescue packages are flexible enough to address their unique issues. Growers of tree fruit are suffering direct, but as yet largely unquantified. COVID-19 losses on fruit harvested in 2019, says the letter. Standard business practices used in our industry to pay apple and pear growers for fruit delivered last fall or sold or stored during the COVID-19 pandemic time frame will not provide loss data until late this year. While data is not yet available for 2019, the industry worries about the impacts of school and restaurant closures. They added that a summer slowdown at the border would impact the H-2A guest worker program and would result in millions of dollars in tree fruit left unharvested. Newsom offers support for children of ag workers. Earlier this month, Governor Newsom signed executive orders to prioritize children of essential workers for child care and other needs. The Department of Education has confirmed this includes children of workers in the food and ag industry. Now the governor has allocated $100 million to support those child care services. Part of that funding will help to cover the costs for cleaning facilities and purchasing protective masks and gloves. The move comes after Western growers raise the issue of child care for farm workers and others in ag. And on that note, CDFA is compiling a list of companies that may be able to supply personal protective equipment to growers, packers, and storage facilities. And now in national news, analysis puts numbers on pandemic impact. The first major analysis of the COVID-19 impact on agriculture is out, but it may underestimate the potential damage from the crisis. The forecast by the Food and Agriculture Policy Research Institute based at the University of Missouri estimates net farm income in 2020 at $86 billion. That's down 11% from the USDA's estimate of farm earnings for 2019. 19% below FAPRI's earlier forecast for 2020. Now keep in mind, the new estimate for 2020 does not include the 16 billion aid package that USDA is preparing and the analysis also doesn't account for the impact of packing plant closures and other disruptions in the food supply. Additionally, the analysis assumes the U.S. economy will rebound sharply in the latter half of the year. Many economists are predicting the damage to the economy from the COVID-19 shutdown will last far longer. Now take note, drops in commodity prices normally make U.S. commodities more competitive overseas. However, that potential advantage will be lost due to the economic declines that are taking place in other countries, according to FAPRI Director Pat Westoff. You can read more on that story at Acropulse.com. 
AFBF and food banks team up on USDA appeal. The American Farm Bureau Federation and Feeding America, the national organization of food banks, have teamed up to suggest USDA offer food banks vouchers to purchase and distribute foods. A voucher program, quote, would deepen the relationships between farmers and food banks, allowing them to work directly with one another instead of relying upon third parties and what is sometimes a longer pathway to get food from farms to food bank shells, the group say in a letter to Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue. Feeding America, with 200 member food banks, says demand has skyrocketed and donations have declined because of the COVID-19 pandemic. In a survey of its members at the end of last month, 95% of them reported higher operational expenses and 37% reported an immediate critical funding shortfall, according to the group. Senators make case to USDA on farm aid. Groups of senators sent a series of letters to USDA yesterday appealing for COVID-19 relief on behalf of dairy producers, produce, and other specialty crop growers and local ag systems. A bipartisan letter led by the top Democrat of the Senate Ag Committee, Michigan's Debbie Stabenow, and California Democrat Dianne Feinstein say horticulture, floriculture, and nursery plants have been hurt along with the produce industry, which was hammered by the loss of restaurant and food service customers. The letter asks Purdue to provide direct payments to all eligible producers and specialty crop sectors who have lost revenue and are experiencing increased production costs related to COVID-19. Twenty-seven other senators signed the letter. China lives up to regionalization pledge. For the first time, China has not reacted to a bird flu outbreak in the U.S. with a complete ban on all poultry. Instead, it issued a statewide ban only on poultry from South Carolina, the same as most foreign countries did in response to the outbreak of the turkey flock U.S. officials say has been contained. China agreed during negotiations of the Phase 1 trade deal to regionalize any reaction to bird flu outbreaks. AgriPulse confirmed last month that China had changed its policy as promised. But last week was the first real test. In fact, the Chinese went further, announcing that even poultry produced in South Carolina would be accepted so long as it was heat processed. Here's today's She Said It. The CARES Act does not go far enough to sustain small farms through this difficult time. They need urgent and direct loan forgiveness so they can continue maintaining operations, paying their workers, and keeping food on Americans' tables. That's Senator Kirsten Gillibrand of New York. She's proposing that a future stimulus bill provide debt forgiveness of up to $250,000 for Farm Service Agency loans. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, April 14th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.